Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Quick update, as the situation is about as fluid as fluid gets, I just got a text from Jackson County Prosecutor Jean Peters-Baker, and as she um, hung up from our program, uh, she learned that the charges will be filed uh, tomorrow, not today, tomorrow, um, that's the update in the last couple of minutes. And she is checking on this, Scott. I asked her, I, am I correct in assuming that is closed to the public? And her reply was, I believe it is open. The charging? I believe it is open. Okay. Uh, she did say something dur- during the interview. I just want to address this very quickly, if I may. And, and I wrote this down on a piece of paper and I showed it to Dana. She said something like, and I'm paraphrasing, and I hope I'm close enough to be dangerous, some people may think the charges are too low. Let me explain this very quickly. out of the gate. Let let me explain this very quickly. I have no idea what the charges are going to be. And I have no idea how old these kids are, but Gene Peters Baker, the Jackson County prosecutor who was on with us uh, about a half hour ago, made a passing reference to some people may think the charges are too low. Do not be discouraged. Prosecutors will charge to hold. That's what they do. Uh, Dan, Dana, me, we've been in this business long enough uh, that we have. Yeah. If you hear assault tomorrow, don't freak out. I mean, they need something to hold them, and that's what it's going to be. So it may end up that that these people are, these two young teenagers or whatever they are, are charged with uh, 21 counts of aggravated battery and not a murder, okay, even though there was one. There has to be a charge right out of the gate to hold them. Hold them in, hold them in jail and keep them where they are. And I know she wasn't going to answer this, but where are the other bad actors? Because if you think for one minute two teenagers were solely responsible for the carnage that unfolded on our town yesterday, I've got some swampland in Alaska to sell you. Yeah. Where are the other bad actors? And that's what police are doing today. Uh, I, I, I was saying to Mark Terman, and I sort of made a flippant comment about it, but it's deadly serious. There are going to be doors kicked in today because when SWAT comes, they don't do it quietly. And, and I, I have <laughs> I have a little bit of history with the TAC unit in Kansas City, Missouri. I Years ago in 2006, I, I did a story called Riding with the Kick-Ins. And it was when I was still the news director here. They're known, the TAC unit or the SWAT team, whatever you want to call them, 
uh, they're known as the kick-ins on the street because that's what they do. They kick in doors. And anybody who's in the TAC unit who's listening now is probably laughing because you know I'm telling you the truth. Don't you remember we were talking about the Yelp reviews of the drug uh, motel before they knocked it down, the Ramada Drug Hotel down the street? You mean the one over here? Yeah, the holiday, and, the old and one, holiday Inn? one of the reviews was none of the locks on the doors worked. And a detective wrote in and said, I can confirm I kicked most of them in. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a storage unit yeah, and a car wash. That is exactly right. Did not want to stay <laughs> but, at that motel. But, anyway, um, you know, I was on with Bob Fesco this morning and he said, you know, we were talking about the case and, and what happened yesterday. And one of the things I said to him is, we live in a, and I said this earlier on the show, we live in a TikTok world. I need it now. I want today's news yesterday. You're not going to get it. This is where the rubber meets the road. And there is, I have no doubt. There is a process that needs to be followed. That's right. And they will do it to the letter. And, And do not think for a second that there aren't, members of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department today driving around town trying to figure out who all was involved, Yep. who who, who fired the shots, who got away that we didn't get, but we're going to get you now. A couple quick reminders because this is coming up in about an hour. Um, if you are looking for something to do to come together with our community, at 6.30 they are having a vigil at Skywalk Memorial Park. Um 24th and Gillum. Everyone knows where the Skywalk Park is. Uh, 24th and Gillum at 6.30, emceed by Reverend Darren Faulkner. And a whole bunch of people are coming together to put that on. And then according to Jackson County Prosecutor Gene Peters-Baker, they are opening a location tomorrow. And I got the street wrong. I said Maine. It is Broadway. Um, But I've been to Redemptorist Church. Between 11 and 2, they are opening Redemptorist Church for therapy for if you were there and need to talk to someone. And that doesn't mean you had to be right there where uh, the bullets were flying. Uh, You know, we had a, we had a listener call in yesterday and just said the trauma of watching the children scared that couldn't find their mom. We had a woman knocked out of her wheelchair, Uh, people seeing first responders do what they do, rendering aid to those who were struck. All of that is trauma. Uh, and you are invited to go to Redemptorist Church tomorrow between 11 and 2 to speak with someone that can help you unpack some of this stuff. It's at 33rd and Broadway. Uh, very quickly, let me, let me address this text, and then we'll get to the calls, 586-7798. But we need a, a bit of levity uh, in a situation like this. Somebody writes in, Dana, I'm a foreigner. I'm not from the United States. I was just replying to this. You just said you have swamp land in Alaska to sell. I don't understand the <laughs> reference. Okay, uh, foreigner, uh, welcome to our country. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoy your stay. Alaska is cold. Swampland uh, is hot. There is no swamp in Alaska. So if somebody says, I have swampland, it, it, it would be like saying, I have beachfront property in Kansas to sell you. But thank you for the laugh, and I can't even find Alaska on a map, so I'm not throwing it's stones right here. There. It's somewhere below <laughs> it's Arizona. Next to it's not, not below anything. <laughs> It is not below anything. I know it's up there to the left somewhere. <laughs> what? I don't know exactly where. What? Nancy, line one. Hello, Nancy. <laughs> Hi. Hi there. 
I'm I'm so glad to finally get through. I tried yesterday and I got through twice and got disconnected doing my report. Um, so God bless you guys. Hey, MBZ is the best news in the world. You guys kept me informed. I was on the bridge going to the station. I started at 1245. I thought I'd get there for part of the event, and I did it because I was in stop traffic on the bridge coming over, you know, where it turned left on Pershing, and we sat there for an hour and a half. I talked to other people next to me. We'd roll our windows down. What's going on, they'd say. And I said, I just heard there were shootings. What? People leaving that were all happy and jovial. Yeah, I got to see Mahomes. I got to see Kelsey. is real drunk. And I said, but you guys, there just was a shooting. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. So I'm hearing all this. I tried to get there all afternoon. I got to 27th and turned left because the police at the barricade up to the um, memorial, Liberty Memorial, said, keep going down. At 27th turn, come on down Main, you'll be able to get down there. Because I wanted to get to the reunification center that you guys advertised because my background is people. My whole life has been in helping people. I'm 75. I'm a Pisces. To a fault, people just put me down all the time. I'm too loving. I'm too huggy. But I care. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, oh. And you just got dumped. Oh. Been a while since we've heard the F-bomb. Nancy. Didn't even see that coming from Nancy wow. and Olathe. Nancy, you are not allowed to say that word we're on the not, radio. And we're tired. Our cat-like reflexes are still cat-like, but it's a little bit of slower cat today. Listen, you can try me. Yeah, please don't. And you will fail. I Please was talking don't. to somebody else on the phone, and I'd managed to hear it. Sam, <laughs> Sam, by the way. By, she owned that, man. By the way, Nancy dropped the F-bomb. And I looked down at the dump, and I saw it light up from Sam hitting it Oh, so I was much. smashing that thing. It's only three <laughs> clicks, too, but I hit it about 75 times. Well, Sam, I hit it five. <laughs> I need a new dump button. <laughs> Nancy, you do not get to say that word on the radio, my friend. Shame on you. Bad Nancy. Uh, we're going to take a break, obviously, because... Uh, <laughs> because Nancy's in timeout. We are now as live as live radio gets. Didn't she say she was 78? <laughs> 75. Good God, Nancy. <laughs> Clean up that mouth. Kiss your mom I, with that mouth? I swear to God, if Maggie was here right now, she would come over with some Irish <laughs> spring. Because God knows that I had Irish spring shoved in my mouth when I was a kid. If you'd like some random information, Alaska apparently does have swamps. No way. Sam. Who are you, Dan Weinbaum? No, just Google. <laughs> Nancy. We're not putting you back on the radio. Stop calling back in. Nancy, you just dropped an F-bomb on the radio. You're in timeout uh, from which you will not emerge. Sam, uh, we're going to get some, some more of these calls here real quick. Will you please answer Nancy, who's calling in on line one, and let her know that she is in timeout for three months? I will. Thank you. Uh, Mo in Independence. Mo, good afternoon. Hello. Welcome. Hi, Mo. Go ahead. Yes, I rode the train from Independence down to Union Station yesterday. And uh, had just exited the skywalk and heard what I thought was a gunshot. 
and then pop, 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 pop. Um, we were escorted, there were four of us, to an elevator that I didn't even know existed there and taken to the lower level. The first thing I'd like to mention is when we got off the train, there was um, Amtrak um, uh, security with a dog. And I couldn't help but wonder after the events why they weren't roaming inside with that dog. I don't think they can detect um, guns or these high-powered rifles. Um, the dogs actually can mow. Okay. So yeah. it would have been nice to have had had that outside of Union Station and then in, inside. Yeah. Um, I was unable to return back to um, my depot because they had shut down all the incoming and outgoing trains. So my son was scheduled to pick me up. Um, I'll come back to that. The adult that they released, why haven't we seen a photo of him? And was he related to either of the juveniles? No. We do not believe at this point he had anything to do with it, Mo. Okay. And then the juveniles that had the argument, wouldn't this be premeditated? Why else would they be down there at Union Station with high-powered rifles unless they were there to have uh, uh, a war with uh, rifles? All great questions, Mo. All great questions, and that is why we have the system we have and the police and the prosecutor investigators are working so hard today to make sure we get this taken care of. Hey, hey Ron, on line two, hello. Hey, you guys. So I've called in enough to know not to say bad words anymore. I know, you're uh, good at it. it. So anyhow, um, so here's my my thing. Uh, and it, I've got two different points, one about the police in the city and then the prosecutors. So I think that there was a little bit of a failure by the police in the city by not cracking down on unregulated sales yesterday. They had people walking around with uh, wagons full of beer selling it, which is illegal. They had a bunch of food vendors that were set up that were illegal and taking up a lots of room around around the area, which caused people to get heated. So you couldn't move around as much because they had legally set up um, shops where you had legal vendors that they may be in certain areas. Hey, hey, Ron, real quick, real quick. I am so glad you brought this up. I had forgotten about this. I had a girlfriend down there, and you know what she said to me last night? Dana, this parade was different. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, it just kind of got chippy. And I said, what do you mean? And she goes, it, people got chippy. Like, I, don't you take my place in line, and that's my spot. And, and she said, I, I don't know if that's because um, they were standing outside for such a long time. Was it because... It took too long for the parade route to finally that, wind its way up to the stage? I think it was partially that it was warmer, so people were hotter because there were more people down there and together, and then that there was more alcohol being consumed. Um, but then, when so uh, I think if they would have done the little things, cracking down on that the night before when people set up their tents, it would have been better. Um, mm. You know, you had un- unlicensed food people. I'm sure there's a bunch of people that are sick, you know, from stomach bugs because there was nowhere to wash your hands. Um, so then the other thing with prosecutor, I really hope the state's pick, the state picks up charges on this because Gene Peters Baker cannot convict a ham sandwich for a criminal case. Well, we're not going to allow that, see, a, Ron. We don't we're not do, going to allow that. Do, bro, we don't do politics on this I show. I assure you, know that. you, charges will be filed tomorrow. Yes. And they are going to bring the weight of the law down on those responsible and anyone around those who had anything to do with 
those who are responsible. I want to talk a little bit before we get to our guest at 5.30. And you can load up your questions on the text line for our mental health professional who will join us again at 5.30 to take your questions about how the heck we talk to our kids about what happened. Um, If you look at the tackle video, the now infamous tackle video that has gone viral, of the Chiefs fans, I think one of whom was from Omaha, who chase after one of these idiots, tackle him to the ground. Mm -hmm. I want everyone tonight when you get home to go back and watch that video, and here's why. The first time I watched the video, Scott, I am trained completely on the Chiefs fans chasing after the bad guy. The second or third time I watched the video, you notice a woman, Chiefs fan, in Chiefs gear, reach down and pick up a very large gun and move it out of the way. Like, ah! I want you to go back and watch it again. And this time, I don't want you to watch the chasers. I don't want you to watch the suspect. I don't want you to watch the adult woman. I want you to look a little bit to the left of that video and look for the 10 or 11-year-old child. And I just had Scott watch it. Mm -hmm. Until I point it out to you, you've watched that video 10 times. You haven't even noticed the child. Watched it. Probably 20 times. Explain to people what that child does. He grabs his cell phone, moves into the group that has tackled the alleged suspect, and starts filming. They are jockeying for control of what looks like a very large AR-style gun. Mm -hmm. And there is a child wearing a Chiefs jersey of some sort who walks toward the fracas. And I mean Scott within... A foot and a half, he is almost standing over the fight for control over this gun with his cell phone, filming it. And then after a while, he kind of backs up a couple of steps. And then an adult comes by and like shoves him back out of the way Mm -hmm. as if to say, what the hell are you doing? This is the TikTok world that we live in that I was referring to earlier today. It is all about clicks. Active shooter. Yep. Tackling the guy for the control of the gun. Got to get it on film. Child whips out his cell phone, goes right toward it, standing right over it like he's filming a couple of geese walking across the street. I mean, I, my jaw hit the floor when I noticed that. If he was a 25-year-old with a TV news camera, totally understand. I would have been worried for that person as a professional who knows what to do in that situation way more than a child. And I'm telling no you right now, I don't know who that child is. If that were my child. Uh, they're getting a beat down. <laughs> well, and this, the, I'm not going to beat my child. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. You don't get a cell phone anymore. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. She is Dana Wright. That guy over there is Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks. Don't forget to check out the Dana and Parks podcast. Available anytime you want, anywhere you go. Just go to kmbz.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, this is sad. Uh, From Fox 4, um, Kansas City Chiefs linebacker Willie Gay has assumedly uh, penned his farewell letter to Kansas City. So he must be leaving. After the Chiefs' AFC divisional win against the Dolphins, Gay posted on Twitter uh, that he may have played his last game at Arrowhead Stadium. Quoting here from Gay, uh, it's looking like I've probably played my last game in Arrowhead. Damn, I'm going to miss this place. Uh, The Chiefs did get their third Super Bowl ring in five years, and Gay's celebration was all over the Internet as he celebrated shirtless with fans in downtown Kansas City yesterday. After the uh, blah, 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 Uh, let's see, he uh, tweeted out last night, we did did it right for sure. I love you forever, Kansas City. Juice man out. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow um, from 11 to 2, you can go to Redemptorist at 33rd and Broadway for free mental health services if you were impacted in any way um, by the trauma that has unfolded here in the last uh, 24 or so hours. I want to read a little bit from the Kansas City Star here because it's about an emergency room nurse, a career ER nurse who says, quote, I really wish I could have done more. It's really eating me up. All you heard was people (laughs) screaming and running. I heard yelling, shots, shots, shots. Within seconds, the nurse with 15 years' experience would rush to help who she would later learn was one of the 23 victims. I walked around the corner, like around where I could see a little bit more. I could see that there was nobody else actively shooting. She saw a man lying on the ground. I threw the lawn chair back down, ran toward the man, and another woman rolled over and said, I'm a medic. She had a bag. We went around him. I got down on the ground. My foot was in a puddle of blood near him. Mm. I did not feel a pulse. I started doing mm. compressions, and I know they didn't feel like good compressions. The man's red hoodie was bloodied. She could not get a firm grip. I saw the medic as I left on top of him. Compressions, compressions, and I thought, dear God, they're still doing compressions. I wish I could have done more, she said. I have the worst survivor's guilt. It's really eating me up. She says she also struggles with questions. From her five-year-old son. Questions like this. Why would anyone want to hurt people? She and her boys, huge Chiefs fans, were here from Kentucky and are forever impacted in some way. I am so sad, she says, this is what my kids are going to remember. The Chiefs are something we love so dearly. And this is going to be tied to that. And everything was so good, she says, Mm. up until that 
point. Just just keep in mind as, as we go through the next few days and weeks, um, a couple of bad actors do not get to define our city. So how do you answer the question? Are shootings bad? Why would anyone want to do this? The five-year-old asked. Why would anyone want to hurt people? Let's go to Eddie Barnett, uh, licensed professional counselor who was on with us earlier today, and he joins us again. Uh, Mr. Barnett, thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Scott and Dana. Um, that's a, that's a, one of the hardest questions we can answer for our kids, right? I mean, just to just to how why would any why would this happen? Why would anybody put this space in? And just supporting them, um, obviously, is the first step in being being there with them and being authentic. Um, how, how do you explain it? I mean, how, how do you talk to your kids about this kind of stuff? Um, so. Ideally, um, just like I did after school today with with my with my two kids, um, just how how this interact today? What what was this like? What was other people? Um, and then at the same time, realizing like they don't even recognize the full impact today and right, right now. And so being able to stay present with them, not only in the moment now. Hey, yeah, people are there are some bad people in the world. Um, I've held that space. Unfortunately, in multiple occasions um, with previous events, and there are some bad people in this world. And as we walk into that with the kids, you recognize, hey, ha- like we were talking earlier, like they sometimes they have more training than we've ever thought we would have. Hmm. But what we walk in and go, I'm here for you. Um, I'm going to continue to be there. And if 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 you need more than me then let's let's continue to push into that and have somebody you can talk to. Yeah, and, um, and, and that's where that role. Go and, ahead. And we, Eddie, we talked earlier today. I, I am a true believer in talk therapy. And, mm-hmm. and I, I believe it works wonders. It has talk therapy has saved my life. Uh, <laughs> several things have saved my life, uh, including mm-hmm. the woman sitting to my right. Um, but talk therapy has definitely saved my life. Yeah. I can tell you, like, getting a space for these, for what you can handle as a parent when they go to answer a question like that, and when you feel like it's too much, um, or you feel like, I just, I don't know how to support this, it's it's turning to a professional. It's turning to that space. And yeah. they're, the city, we've seen um, amazing just today, the outpouring of of professionals that are offering pro bono services, offering services um, throughout the city and doing different things to open up um, group ther- or group settings for people to come in and just process what they saw, what they experienced. And so um, making sure we reach out for that, um, but don't bypass that as our kids ask that question. Yeah. Um, we also need to make sure we're, we're uh, asking that question of ourselves uh, as adults. Eddie, and to know, I think that it's okay that you don't want to talk about it. I, I went out with a dear friend of mine last night and I said, you know what? I need to just decompress, have a glass of wine, not five. Um, we talked a little bit about it, but I can't wallow in the well after five hours of that coverage yesterday. And there's fatigue that there is trauma fatigue that is going to descend on this town. And I'm watching CNN right now and it's all of the images from yesterday And I would urge people, it's okay to not watch those images, that when charges are filed, we will let you know. We have to wallow in that space because of our jobs. You don't. 
and that's so true. And right now it's a time for self-reflecting and, and being able to be true with yourself. And I mean, quite honestly, protect your heart at this point. If you don't have to, and you're feeling overwhelmed, limit your social media exposure, limit your, limit the media exposure to just what, what is a valuable or what needs to take place. Because right now, you know, just like we're saying, connect with your kids in that space, connect with your kids, connect with yourself, connect with just a glass of wine or whatever your unwind is, go do those things and know that like, that is the way we combat this, this traumatic situation and, and really down, you know, not downplay it, but give ourselves a spot where our heart can be um, rescued. Let's just, let's say it that way. Eddie, what do we say? Somebody just wrote in and said, my grandson keeps asking me, why would somebody do something like this? And I mean, you, as adults, you and I and Dana know that there's just evil in this world. There are bad, and I think you mentioned this just a few minutes ago, there are just bad people in this world. But but how do you explain that to a seven-year-old kid, a 10-year-old kid, uh, that there are just... They're just bad things. Bad people do bad things. Yeah. Well, and, and funny enough, uh, you say the age seven-year-old. I um, had one in my office last night, and the the space um, that was held with that seven-year-old that didn't know, and they don't have a phone. I mean, think about this. They had a friend at the parade. They didn't know if their friend was well. And as an adult, to know, it, letting them know it hurts too. Like, be open with how you feel with this too, that you're angry, that there are bad people and it makes you angry. It's okay to say that. Um, it's okay to be honest with our kids and what our feelings are about this event that took place. Um, but don't try to overstep that, um, that space. Show up, be present with them, give them space and allow it to be conversational. Um, kids need to talk. Um, there's a, it's a great book and done a lot of research on, on kids for kids and in, in the space to be able to go in and say, kids need a space to just talk this through trauma comes out in their words yeah. and it may come out not in con- like in a, where you sit down on them with them on the couch. It may be, you're doing a puzzle and you're just asking them little questions and they start talking about how they're feeling, what they've seen. Yeah. And so being present would be my would be the, the number one solution there, but it's just continuing to be honest and present. And Eddie, tell me again, just if, if when do you know that you cross over from kids need to talk it out, they have questions, to we need to go speak with someone, and how do we even navigate that? Um, and, and honestly, we we set the situation uh, with my own with my own kid, and it, it's when you feel overwhelmed or like your emotions can't handle the emotions that they're bringing to you or where they're at. That's the time to reach out for a professional. Um, because at that time, all you're doing is harming yourself in that space. When you feel like you're falling short for your kid, it's not, it, it, you know, that old saying it takes a village, right? It's that's the moment to ask for the, for the support. So I would say monitor yourself in those moments where that's too much, and I, I don't know the answer, but let's find the answer together. And that's the wording I would use. It's not that you're broken, not that you need help, you need that space, but let's go find the answer together. Eddie, can you do too much? 
when you're dealing with your children? Um, very much so. You could definitely step into a space where you do too much. Um, but it's when you're the, the doing too much is overstepping your boundaries. Hmm. Can you can you ask them that question if they're doing well too much? No. Can you You cannot a- you cannot ask that question enough? No. Okay. And, and, and your kids will tell you you've asked it too much. <laughs> but in that space, <laughs> if Leave me alone, Dad. I'm fine. Before, right? <laughs> um, trust me, I've heard that one. But <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, but it's you. You go in that space of going, "I care about you," mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll stop asking that question. But I expect you to help with me understanding where you're at, and I'm going to trust that you know that you that you're able to be there. And so, and that obviously that differs between age range. If you're talking, you know, six-year-old to 12-year-old, you're going to ask different questions than you're going to ask to a 12 or an 18-year-old. Um, and you're going to trust at a different level of when is it time for me to stop asking that question. Yeah. Eddie, we do appreciate your expertise, your time, and your comments on the radio. We thank you for it, my friend. You know, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much, and uh, um, have a good evening. You do the same. Thank you very much. That's Eddie Barnett. He is a licensed professional counselor. She is Dana Wright. He is Sam Stevie. My name is Scott Parks here on KMBZ. I have informed Professor Volek that we are hurt, but he did not listen to our coverage yesterday. And he said, what? He Uh, said, who cares? We're going to put this on all of our social media um, channels. The... Law enforcement partners at the FBI have created a website, like a direct link where you can share any photos or videos or information of significance. Go back and look at your photos. Even if you caught an argument in the background and at the time you didn't put two and two together and didn't realize what was going on, Mm -hmm. they want to be able to look at that. Now, If you were 10 miles from the parade and you have nothing to offer, please do not flood the FBI's website. Uh, But we will put this on all of our social channels as well as this update from Kansas City Police. And we do not expect another update from police or the hospital this evening. There are two juvenile teens currently in custody for further investigation. A third person who was in custody was determined to not be involved. To clarify, they write, we never indicated the third person was an adult. The third person is also a juvenile. Interesting. Two juveniles mm. in custody, one released, mm. and the big headline, there is an FBI website to upload your photos and videos. Go to all of our social channels that you follow, and we will post that now. Let's go to, uh, Sam, hang on, before we get to Dallas, Sam, go ahead. Who was the guy in red then? Because the guy in red did not appear to be a juvenile. He was not clearly know. not a juvenile, but, but everybody who was arrested yesterday was not necessarily involved in the shooting. Fair. Uh, Dallas in Kansas City. Dallas, hello. Hi. I'm just kind of going off of what you guys were talking about earlier, if you weren't directly in the shooting, but kind of around it, how it affected people. Mm. And um, I was over to the right of the Union Station, and we're trying to get out, but kind of what you were saying, people being snippy yesterday, the, the crowd was just different. You know, we're like the loudest team out there, and no one seemed to be super, super loud. It was kind of dull almost. And then 
leaving there seeing, and I'm not exaggerating, like over 200 police officers going as fast as they could down there over and over and over. And it was just traumatic and seeing everyone run out of the buildings and trying to find their loved ones that were down by, by the Union Station because we left when Kelsey was singing and doing his thing and <laughs> trying to get out there. Yeah. People just weren't letting us out or they, it, people weren't being very nice. It was just, it was very weird, very different. That, that, that troubles me, by the way. Um, and, and we've heard th- these comments before that there was something about the crowd yesterday that just yep. didn't seem right. My girlfriend said it was chippy. There was shoving. There was yelling. There was a woman in front of her that was like, you're not taking this spot. Whereas as the parades in the past are like all love. We're all Chiefs fans. We're all here. We all love each other. Woo-hoo. Keep, keep in mind, it was either the first Chiefs Super Bowl parade or the Royals World Series parade. There were three arrests the entire day. Remember, One guy on a horse. We were commenting on it. Yeah, we were commenting on on how peaceful, how how a million people could gather downtown, and only three people got arrested, and they didn't even do anything that bad. They were just drunk in public. Don't forget vigil tonight at. Um, it's been a long day. The vigil is at Gillum <laughs> Plaza next to the park. And Redemptorist tomorrow from 11 to 2 is free mental health services for anyone impacted by what has happened to our city. We got to go. Bonus hour is next. Check out the podcast if you get a moment. On behalf of our producer today, the finest man in these United States, the great Sam Stevie III, my good friend and co-host, Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks, and God willing, we are back tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Have a great night. Be safe. Be well. Be good. Kansas City strong. Good night. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 